1: Here we go. Here now with all of today's cruise and travel news and a bit of commentary. It's the guru of the seas himself, Tom Drake. It is indeed himself. Back at it on a hump day, Wednesday, January 10th, 2024. Welcome to the podcast. I am the podcaster. You're the podcast ease, And uh, this is the official mascot of this Wednesday morning whack-a-mole. That is the Drake. Welcome. If you're a first-time listener, as I've mentioned many times, I've been pimping the podcast all over the ship, and we keep growing in numbers. I appreciate all the shares and the likes and the stories and the links. I have not even looked at mailbag uh, this morning. I actually recorded podcast yesterday afternoon because I knew today was going to be very busy. Our general manager is leaving. Lawrence Barassi's best in the business. I knew we'd have coffee early in the morning and then I have laundry. I have a lot of things to do besides the podcast and it was a late night last night. Birthday party for our assistant cruise director after dinner with guests. A great show with Greg Moreland. And I figured you know what let's be let's be a business-like professional uh, and do it the podcast yesterday afternoon, which I did. And I was up at 5.30 this morning upstairs and Horizons got a cup of coffee to publish it. I'm going to put it out there and publish it. And somehow I deleted it when I recorded it. So now we're now doing it over. Because why is that, Judge Judy?
0: You're an idiot! <laughs> there you go.
1: We're in Port of Arte. Uh It's going to be a nice day once the sun comes up. It's still early here. Um, big day yesterday at sea. Beautiful day again, Comsees. We had the country fair a guests know what I'm talking about. All of the departments have games out on the pool deck, and all the guests compete in games to win prizes, wine and kinds of stuff like that. Fun to watch. Fun to watch the staff all having a good time just hanging out with the guests. Headlines today, and I am considering streamlining the podcast where I kind of skip this part and just get right to it. But for now, the headlines, well... You know the icon of the seas. It's all over the news. It's the big mega mother sea Godzilla, greyhound with life jackets from Royal Caribbean, 254,000 tons, over 6,000 guests. It is sailing empty now on the way to Miami, where it will be. It will be named. It will be named by uh, Lionel Messi, the soccer star. Soccer star. Uh, in the meantime, they picked up a lot of the crew uh, in Puerto Rico and then, then to the Bahamas. And they also picked up a new crew member who has a different uh, speech pattern. That's right. There will be a dog on board Icon of the Seas. I don't know why. I have some comments about it. We'll talk about that. I'll talk about the article that was written about Virgin Voyages. One of these vloggers or bloggers, that they go on cruises uh, and write... Nice reviews, actually, because they're trying to get free cruises the next time around. And uh, has very good opinions on The Virgin Boys. We're going to talk about that. My friend Barbara sent me an interesting article about the Smell Phone. The Smell Phone, it's being developed now by a company where your iPhone will tell you whether the air quality is good or not good, even to the point where it will tell you you might want to open a window. Have we reached that point in civilization where you need the phone to tell you that it's open a window maybe maybe not i don't know what side to side means when it comes to cruising and i'm the guru of the seas i was embarrassed to tell you that i'm embarrassed to tell you that now uh back to back side to side or bend over depending on who your travel agent is we're going to talk about that <laughs> that stuff and also Austra- australia the land down under the land of anal retentive people that are afraid of everything they're afraid of the dark they're afraid of disease bugs uh They expect a big year down under for tourism this year. We're going to talk about that. But if it depends on you filling out their electronic visa application, their app, truly one of the worst. So we'll get into that. Prayers for our military, as always. The men and women of the military all over the world. We have skirmishes, squabbles, and fights. And we've got Hootie and uh, No Blowfish and the Yemenites and the the Hezbollah. And they're firing on uh, shipping on commercial shipping boats. It's just crazy down there in the Red Sea and the Suez Canal. Uh, I call them IBWJs, Iranian-backed whack jobs. They have all these missiles and drones that Iran gifts them. Iranian-backed whack jobs, IBWJs. Say a prayer for everybody. Wash your hands, wash them often. Um, I'm very proud of you. I very seldom see any stories about COVID or norovirus, although yesterday Howard Stern got COVID. We're all Laughing at that, the Boeing saga again. If you're a first time listener, we are aware. You must know about the Boeing Max nine. The door blew off. It left Portland, and I guess it didn't want to go where it was going. So sixteen thousand feet, the door blew off. Now, uh, it's all about the bolts. You know, it's not all about the base, Megan Trainer. It's all about the bolts. They're looking for the missing bolts. You know, they found the door. They keep calling it a plug. It's a door, but it's. Because it doesn't open, it's a plug, but it it's a hole in the future lodge where a door could go if they wanted a door, but they chose to not go with the door. They went for better seats. I'm not sure what happened. They found the door in the backyard of a home in portland uh near Portland a school teacher, and they found it in her garden they f I'm not making this up now they're they're, they're now looking at it to see what happened in the meantime it was covered in dirt, and they told the lady. You need more potassium in your soil. The pot's never going to grow. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not. I made it up. But they're trying to figure out now what happened. But they found the door, but they didn't find any of the bolts. The bolts were missing. Maybe that's why it happens. Or uh, the woman's name is Jennifer Homendy. Homendy? Uh, home Home with the N-D-Y, Homedy, She's the N-T-S-B chairman National Transportation Safety Board. And as you would expect, she has no idea about transportation, safety, airlines, nothing. It's a political job, political patronage. She did a bunch of stuff under the Obama administration. Now she got moved to this one. So she's in charge of the whole thing, but doesn't know what the hell she's talking about. But the accident investigator, his name is Clint Crookshanks. Clint, that's a that's a name right out of the movies. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Crookshanks. Have you noticed your bolts are missing? Well, I didn't know. I have my nuts. Leave it alone. Anyway, she said they don't know if the bolts were missing or whether they were. Um, they came off during the violent explosion decompression event. So that's the latest on the Boeing saga. There'll be a daily update on that until they can figure it out. In the meantime, the Guru of the Seas will recommend you don't fly the MAX 7, the MAX 8, or the MAX 9. Well, the 7's not out yet. And I know every time I look at I need to go to Barcelona... Every flight I look at, there's a feeder flight, and it seems like it's on one of those max planes. This is going to be a problem. Uh, wash your hands, wash them often. Oh, I didn't mention this. I th- thought I did. Howard Stern, you know, he's the the big mouth on Sirius XM Radio, uh, real wingnut. Anyway, uh, he's been living, staying at home. He doesn't go out. He's afraid of COVID. He's been afraid of COVID. He doesn't go out. His wife is furious. He doesn't go anywhere. They used to be out every night. They don't go anywhere. He's afraid to go. He got COVID. <laughs> you don't think God has a sense of humor? Whoever your God is, it said. give it to him anyway. It's free of charge there, Howie. You got it. And he went on his show and set out with brutal. I had COVID. It was no problem. My wife had COVID. It was no problem. He had the worst COVID in the world. They don't, you don't want this. I thought I was going to die. It was terrible. It was whatever. Whatever. It's Suck it up, buttercup. Happy birthday, if it's your birthday today. Oh, this was a difficult decision. We have some big-time birthdays. Johnny Ray, the great Johnny Ray. If you don't know who I'm talking about, I was going to play Cry, if you're sweeter. I have a great Johnny Ray story. My friend Jerry Blaine, we lost him. He was a cocktail pianist here. Um, he was Jerry's conductor, musical conductor. And again, I'm dating myself, and my demographic knows who Johnny Ray is. They're in Vegas. Johnny's a big star. Cry is a huge star. Star. He's a big star in Vegas, old-time Vegas. And Rickles is working in the lounge in Vegas. So Johnny wants to go see Rickles' show, and they bring him right down front. You know, he's a VIP. And Johnny Ray was hard of hearing. He had these giant hearing aids. Uh, they didn't have the miniature ones. And he's in the front row with the, in the booth with Jerry, and Rickles comes out. He goes, oh, my God. Goodness, we have a big star in the room. Ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Ray is in the room. And he looks at Johnny and goes, Johnny, can you hear me? Johnny! And he starts screaming at him because he wore hearing aids because Rickles didn't care. It's also Rod Stewart's birthday today. And I thought about that. It's also uh, Donald Fagan's birthday today. He's from Steely, Steely Dan. And I thought, all right, maybe then. But I went with this guy because he, only, he was only with us for a very short time. Killed in a plane crash. Not the big bumper, killed in a, in a plane crash just when his career was taken off.
0: you a story that you won't believe,
1: but I fell in love last Friday evening with the girl I saw on a barroom TV screen. Love this tune. Oh, yeah. It's a longer version today. I like this song. Thank you. Happy birthday to Jim Croce. Died very young. Plane crash. Uh, Somewhere in in the northwest. Had a concert. Not well attended because it was up against a big sporting event. Got on the plane with four other people. Pilot went to take off. The pilot had a heart attack when he was taking off. And it landed in a bunch of pecan trees and we lost him. One thing about Jim Croce. Every song I had his albums. Every song was a good song. Really good song. It's weird how that happens, you know. Out they go. Uh, I have a lot of listeners now, thousands of listeners. I appreciate that very much. I have a lot of listeners with a lot of time on their hands, a lot of time where if I say something, they immediately go, I don't think he's right. We're going to find out. I misspoke. I said yesterday or the day before yesterday that uh, Oceana doesn't go to Nassau because, you know, everybody goes to Nassau. 30,000 people were in Nassau on December 29th. We do go to Nassau. So we do go. So I'm, all right. You're a moron! Right. So thanks, Barbara. Barbara corrected me, found it. Uh, what we don't do is go to St. Martin or St. Thomas. That I know for a fact. Two of my favorite ports in the Caribbean. We don't go there because everybody goes there. We go places nobody else goes. That's what we do. That's what Ocean is all about. So we're going to roll the music. I think at the end of this week, Friday, we're going to drop this music. And I'm just going to start talking. Um, we call this stream of unconscious radio. Podcasting, whatever you want to call it. All right, I've already messed up on this hump day. Ah, this is an of note. It's not part of the major headlines. Not in the headline for this is Not for All the Money in the World. Not for All the Money in the World. A former. MD, what's an MD? Uh, some kind of director, I guess, for Costa Cruises. His name is George George Rudolph. He's now the president of Arroyo Cruises. What's that? That's the new Saudi Arabian cruise line. Not for all the money in the world would I work for them. That's just me, but he has 30 years into the business, and they offered him a bucket load of money. You know, they have that golf tour now where they're paying these guys to scary amounts of money. The Saudis just have all that oil money and they're like drunken sailors and they want to be in the cruise business now. And uh, they want to have by 2035, at least 1.3 million people annually visiting their country and other countries and uh, the arabian sea and all that other stuff i you know what they're the saudis they they are still the people that chopped up that guy in the embassy in istanbul and uh, they are the people that i know they're more liberal with how they treat women and religion and things like that but it's still a lifestyle that i couldn't wrap my head around and most certainly not in not enjoy the hypocrisy of uh saying they're very religious and they don't do this and then meanwhile they go out to Vegas and they do whatever the hell they want. Uh I couldn't work for him. All right, maybe for 5 million a year. Uh anyway, this guy George, he's got he, they better be paying him because according to the article, he is tasked with overseeing operations and financials encompassing sales, marketing, guest experience, itinerary planning, revenue management, customer-oriented services, and developing and implementing strategies to grow the business. I'm exhausted reading what he's supposed to be doing. That's unbelievable. If I get to be the president of a cruise line, I have people to do that. I, I oversee the overseers. I'm not going to do it myself. But they're all excited. They have a one ship now, and they're getting ready to launch it. It's an older ship that's been refurbished. Before he joined Costa, he worked for TUI. IATA, Carnival, Royal Caribbean. (laughs) You know, it's uh, I don't think the word's incestuous in this business, but it's certainly an old boys and old, Well, you can't say old girls, network. A lot of the same people, they bounce from cruise lines to cruise line. So congratulations there, Jorg. Have a good time. The Icon of the Seas, you know all about it. Come on, I'm talking about it too much myself. It's that massive uh, uh, mega ship ship. the Sea Godzilla, and they are going to have a dog on board. He's the chief dog officer of the ICON. His name is Rover. It's a golden lab Labrador retriever, good-looking dog. I don't know what the purpose is. Somebody in the office went, you know, we got everything else. Why don't we have a dog? Now, this was on uh, Cruise Hive, the rat blog, and a lot of conjecture. They don't really know anything about it, but that doesn't stop them from writing an article about it. I don't know anything. It doesn't stop me from talking about it. They think that Rover is there. To, um, I don't know, to make people happy. Uh, one one person said maybe it's the, the crew misses their pets at home unless they're from Korea. Uh, they miss their pets at home uh, so they can pet a retriever. Uh, maybe it's a service dog, although it's not wearing any service banners or things like that. It does have a handler. It's a crew member. Her name is Allison. I don't know that a cruise line would hire a crew member that has those issues uh working on the ship is hard enough but if you ang- have anxiety uh or other situations that's probably uh not a good place uh for you to be working but he's on board his name is rover and they say too he might be there just to compete with celebrity because celebrity has that ugly cat it's called bug naked captain kate McHugh's cat she has her own cat on the board a uh, cat on the board cat on the bridge here's the thing that all right all right this bothers me a little. I'm not allowed on the bridge at all. I could beg to get on while the ship is docked, but I'm certainly not allowed on the bridge when it's in uh when it's moving. When we we're in the Panama Canal, the poor the poor narrator had to go on the wing of the bridge and whisper because it might have up you know, caused a problem. Now you got a dog? You got, you got hey, this is good, huh? Yeah. Yeah. The pilot the the pilots on board and they're trying to dock the ship and you got old rover there although i think he's probably well behaved there's probably officers that bark more than rover it seems weird am i wrong according to the article here maybe it's a therapy animal they're used to you know to help people struggling with depression anxiety other mental health issues i have a dog just stuffed it sleeps with me it's nice All right, so this lady, woman, girl, whatever, he, she. I'm seeing more and more of this now, especially on uh, LinkedIn now, but I'm seeing it even with emails. They put, you know, their name is uh, whatever, uh, Rosie O'Donnell, and then next to it they put she, her. Oh, I didn't know. All right, I mean, that's true because there was a football player named Rosie. Uh, More and more, I guess I'm going to have to put that, you know, Tom Drake, (laughs) him (laughs) and him and he. Is that what you put? Him and he and he all? I don't know. Anyway, this woman was on the Valiant Lady in November. She paid $931 for a seven-day cruise. That works out to be $133 a day. When she got on board because the ship wasn't sold out, they're struggling. They're struggling. She was upgraded. She was upgraded to an obstructed view balcony cabin. It's really weird. Here, obstructed view means there's a window and a boat in front of the window. She actually had a balcony that, there were the, the life raft lifeboat was just a little bit above the balcony you can still see the horizon you can still see everything She so got that for a buck 33 a day also um she got all kinds of perks um they have all kinds of fitness classes over there they don't charge for it uh especially restaurants they don't charge for it they don't have a dining room they have a Drag Bingo—it's a bizarre operation. They have twenty different places that you can get food to sit down and enjoy. Nothing, nothing as what we would know. Tradition, now, not at all. But Tradition. 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 unlimited Wi-Fi, gratuities, um, lots of perks for one hundred and thirty-three dollars a day, and a balcony cabin. What's wrong with that? They're not going to stay in business. You're not staying in business. No, food's expensive. Everything's expensive. How are you staying in business? You're not going to do it. You know it's going to catch up to them. They don't have. They have specialty dining, but they don't charge for that. They don't charge for soda, water, juice, and they're not getting paid enough. Simply not getting paid enough. And that's a road you don't want to go down. They should know better. You just once you start doing that, you know you got to get 200 a day. It's a balcony. Come on, you have to get 200 a day. And if people don't want to pay for it, don't give it to them. My personal opinion. They have something over there called Ship Eats. I said ship, S-H-I-P. And it's an onboard delivery. It's room service. (laughs) They call it Ship Eats. They just have to be cute. Everybody wants to be cute. Cute. So you can call Ship Eats, and they'll bring you the food. And everything from the Haribo gummy bears, so New York strips, I'll be honest with you. If I'm ordering room service, I'm going to pass on the gummy bears. I'm going to go with the strip steak. Also, they're doing something that uh, only one of the cruise line does it. MSC, desperate to fill their ships. They're going to match your loyalty points. If you're a certain level, let's say you're diamond here or platinum here, you have 50 cruises here, they're going to pretend you have 50 cruises on Virgin. That gives you even more perks. They're giving away more stuff. I don't know. They have all kinds of free stuff over there. What they don't have are children. What they do have, though, is they have stuff in the boutique you can buy to bring home to your kids. If you're guilty that you didn't bring the kids on a cruise, you can take them stuff home. Knowing uh, what Virgin is known for lately, which is, you know, quite a wild lifestyle, you probably don't want your 8-year-old wearing a T-shirt that said, (laughs) I was on Virgin, voyages. Point of this, though, there is a point. Um... She's thrilled with it. Absolutely thrilled with it. You would be. A buck thirty-three. Wi-Fi included. Gratuities included. Restaurants included. Water included. For a buck thirty-three. A balcony cabin. i will see how long. She said, I went to a magic show and I snuck around after to speak to the magician and uh, and a handful of them. He invited us to a secret thirty-minute magic show held in the bar in the crew quarters. Un- unheard of to me. Guests in the crew bar. No. Insurance company finds out, all hell's going to break loose. You can't be in the crew areas. You know why? Because if suddenly there's a problem and it goes dark, you don't know where you're going, you don't know how you got there, you can't get out. I'm not allowed. I'm the guru of the seas. I'm not allowed. If I go down to a crew area, a crew bar, they'll come and get me. Security will come and go, come on, get out of here. I know I tried every night. So they're doing a lot of crazy stuff over there. Now, According to this lady, um, the campy, eclectic entertainment shows also kept me on my toes. I spent most of the time trying to figure out what was happening, but I was enthralled every minute, as opposed to some cruise lines when they're embalmed every other minute. no so, oh, good for her. Barbara sent me this story. I don't know. Anybody interested in the smell phone? There's a company called Mo- Mobile Physics, not like animus. Mobile Physics And they're developing this technology where your phone will tell you the air quality. They'll never sell, they'll build this phone in China, but they'll never sell it in China. (laughs) The phone will be going off 24 hours a day. Don't breathe. Don't hold your breath. That's probably the alarm. It'll tell you when you should open a window. What's next? It'll tell you when to go to the bathroom. Yeah, show you. ah, Please give me a break. Uh, It uses the phone's existing sensors to measure air quality, smoke levels, temperature, and UV exposure. That's good. Tells you when to put sunblock on. Now I don't know. It might look. Everybody, I all my friends have Apple watches. They, they they're like uh, 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 Superman talking to their wrist. You know, some people just talk to their wrist. They're not even talking to anybody. They just like to look like they're talking to people. So they're talking. I talk to my wrist, but no watch. I just talk to my wrist. People will go, that man's talking to his wrist. Yeah, he's, he's strange. He's very strange. But he's a he. He's a he and him. He and a him and a window, What the hell the rest of it is. Uh, if the levels are hazardous, you will have a pop-up that says levels are high. Maybe open the window. <laughs> Soon they'll have one, you know, that tells you when it's time to go to the bathroom. Uh, levels are high. Drop your pants. What the hell is going on anymore? What is going on? Mobile physics, all kinds of sensors. It's all Big Brother. They're going to actually use your phones to then track air quality around the world. If you're in uh, Miramar, Burma, right, and you're it's connected to the Internet, they'll be able to tell people, you know, the guy that can't tell when the air is bad is in Burma today. Open the window, Joey. Anyway, according to one person, we are really able to give anyone the understanding of what is happening around them and really help them guard their health and well-being. Please. and They envision a day when millions of cell phones are anonymously collecting environmental readings, building a database that can be... That's all you want to hear. Big brother wants to smell what you're smelling. Uh Uh-uh. I'll do my own smelling. Leave me out of it. I still have an iPhone 8. Maybe it'll take off. Maybe it won't back to back side to side, bend over, leave the bend over part out. I know what back-to-back cruises happens all the time here. People tag three cruises together they'll stay on for forty days because we're a very nomadic cruise line. We'll go from one port into another port you know twelve day cruise, another new cruise, new place, but now there's something called side to side I'm not I was not familiar with it. I'm the guru of the seas I didn't know it has to do with Let's say you're sailing on Celebrity out of Fort Lauderdale for an eight-day cruise. You then look and see if there is another ship from another cruise line sailing out of the same port when you arrive from the first cruise. Uh, Let's take dates, okay? Uh, February 1st, uh, you're getting on the ship. February 9th, you're getting off. You look up and see does anybody have any ships sailing February 9th? You pack your bags from one ship and you go on another ship. Not the same company. It gives you more time to complain. Two different and compare apples and oranges, celebrity and carnival. This couple went from a carnival ship to a celebrity ship. Eh, had to be a notice, noticeable difference. Although it was the celebration, which is a new ship, got a lot of bells and whistles. It had to be they they run a travel and lifestyle YouTube channel. That's a big thing. Everybody's trying to make money on the internet. Every I I'm not trying. I found out in life. If I don't try, I'll probably make money. If I really try, I'll spend a lot of money and I won't make any money. So, But they're trying. They have a YouTube channel called A Rich and Jazzy Life, and they went from the carnival celebration to the Virgin's Valiant Lady. Well, there would be something similar there, the old carnival with the wet T-shirt contest and all the drunken behavior and that kind of stuff. And, of course, Virgin, they they pushed the whole unusual, alternate lifestyle kind of a thing, you know, with the tattoo parlor and the drag. See, now on Carnival, they don't have a tattoo parlor because everybody comes on, already has them. (laughs) There's no, uh, they also, (laughs) never mind, they don't do teeth whitening for the obviously same reason. But on Virgin, you know, so now the people from Carnival can go over to the tattoo parlor and see if they have the same things available they're already wearing. It's a different kind of a thing. But they said, yeah, there were definitely, each, Cruise Line had their own unique dining and beverage options, design elements, activities. Of course, Carnival has the bolt, the ultimate roller coaster at sea, and Valiant Lady has the onboard tattoo parlor. Nobody, nobody has an onboard tattoo parlor for obvious reasons. Who you really want? All right, I'll get in trouble. Do you really want your demographic to be people that like to have needles stuck in their skin? What's next? Heroin parties. According to one person here, uh, Jazmine noted that the cruise lines often have theme events that require specific attire. This is happening here. This I think I can talk about this. We had a big conversation about this last night. We begin a world cruise in a few days in Los Angeles for 180 days, and there's a guest coming on board that wants to have a Mrs. Rover Roper, a Mrs. Roper party. By the way, my email address is thedrakepodcast at gmail dot com. I will spend. Later today on my emails. The Drake Podcast at gmail.com. So this lady wants to have a Mrs. Roper party. Anybody know what that is? I had no idea. It's Three's Company, the TV show Three's Company. There was a lady there uh, on the show. She wore a, a moo and a red orange wig. Her name was Mrs. Roper. And the concept is everybody dresses up like Mrs. Roper. And initially I thought, aren't you people like a little old to be Dressing up as a TV character, but on world cruises in general, you do a lot of things you don't normally do because you don't—you know—nobody can see it. Only the people that are on the ship with you. So I told my wife, I think it's a great idea. But I think what we ought to do is—it's not just the costume. I'm going to get some lines from the TV show that Mrs. Roper said. I think it's Mrs. Roper, and they'll have to deliver a line, and then whoever delivers the best line and looks like Mrs. Roper. They're going to get a, whatever, a T-shirt, a free drink. but keeps them busy. But those kind of things, like Virgin has a pajama party, so you have to bring your pajamas for the pajama party. Really? They're younger on Virgin, but our average age is 70, 75. Really? You want to have a pajama party? Now, Azamara has the all-white, or Carnival has the the white hot night party. Azamara has that, too, where everybody dresses up... uh, you know, like, uh, I don't know, some kind of a Hindu shaman. All fully white. Or like one of the uh, the guys that has the Arroyo Cruises. You don't want to have an all-white thing on the Saudi Arabian cruise because they're they're all, all white when they come anyway. They're all wearing uh, everything with the towels. We'll see what happens. Side to side. Remember that now. You'll learn something today. Side to side. And it's an interesting idea, honestly. If I was buying cruises, I probably would do this. Why not? You know, instead of a 14-day cruise on the same ship, eight days on one, seven days on another, and you see what they're like. Maybe it's just me. Uh, Australia is set to experience a landmark year in cruise tourism in 2024. It's characterized by an extraordinary rise in cruise ship deployments. Well, they just reopened. Give me a break. Australia and New Zealand, they were the last to run, oh, COVID, whatever, um, And according to the CLIA managing director down there, um, 81 cruise ships are set to sail in Australian waters in 2024. I will tell you this. I get paid to go there. It's an okay country, all right? And so is New Zealand. They're okay countries. I mean, it's okay. Uh, They're huge. Australia's huge, as we know. Eh, but you know what? Give me the Baltics. Give me the Adriatic. Give me the Med. Give me Vietnam, Hong Kong. Eh. And they're a pain in the ass. I have to get this electronic visa for New Zealand and Australia. I was able to get the one done for New Zealand. I still haven't completed Australia. They're asking for everything. Uh, what they, you have to scan your passport, the chip in your passport. They get all your information, and then you have to have a picture, a new picture, and make sure you're the same as the one in the passport. And then, have you been arrested? Have you done this? Have you done that? And then, and, and then you have to. They have to know where you are. I couldn't make it work yesterday because we were at sea. So the app would not tell them where I was. What the hell does it matter? I'm telling you, uh, I'm not in Australia when I'm applying for it. But they want to have proof. They're big brother. I mean, eh, they're whole with the quarantine thing when you go down there. Dottie has to make five announcements a day telling people not to take a banana ashore. Don't do this. They banged a lady two grand. She had a chicken salad sandwich. She was coming from New Zealand and she forgot she had a chicken salad sandwich in her carry-on. She paid a fine of $1,970 because she had a chicken salad sandwich. God knows what a whole chicken would have been. Probably 10 grand. It was only chicken salad. They banged her 10 Gs. I mean, two Gs for just the salad. Not for me. Not for me, but they're excited. They said the total cruise passenger capacity will be up by 42% over 2023. Well, that's because you didn't open. You know what? What time is it? I think I've lost the entire listenership at this point because there's no room in the podcast for a frustrated traveler. And that's what I am. Australia, down under, nice people. They drink a lot. I do wish we could chat longer. Yeah, no, get him the hell out of here, will you, please? I shouldn't do that. Maybe the Australian Tourism Board would like to advertise on the podcast. Not for all the money in the world. I kind of like the idea of not really making any money. I can say whatever I want. New Zealand, I've talked about it. Chester, New Jersey, would sheep a bunch of English pubs because at one time, you know, that's where they send all the criminals. Then they started sending them to the United States and they became senators and politicians. And sons, sons of presidents. <laughs> it's different now. Now they don't longer have any prisoners in Australia, just the prison ships, but enough about PO. Thank you, I'm here all week. Well, I got a busy day. Laundry's waiting for me. Shopping, when we dock in Puerto Vallarta, right across from us is a Mexican Walmart. They tell me it's actually Walmart now. It used to have a Spanish name, and there's a mall next to it. This is uh, an oasis for people that travel as much as we do. We can go across the street, do a little shopping. Other people are going to go. Well, the weather's not very good for the beach, but the true tourists are going to go on some tour. I don't know, Mayan ruins or some cartel cemetery. <laughs> Wonder if they have a tour of the cartel cemetery. I tell you what, if they did, the Americans would be lined up for it. What'd you go see there? We went slower where they bury him. <laughs> he's out of his mind. There's nobody left. Nobody. Stephen Ellie. That's it. Everybody's gone. Like, he's lost his mind. Maybe tomorrow will be better. It is hump day. And tomorrow we're in uh, Cabo San Lucas. Another beautiful port of call. I'm not getting off. I've been there. Been there, done it. Been there, done it. Very nice, though. Unless my, uh, my buddy needs medicine, I'll get off. I gotta call him. Have a good day, everybody. It'll be better tomorrow. Has to be. For the ones who work hard to
0: ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger.